You're listening to The Party Girl Podcast with Chelsea Curtis, episode 118. Hey, you guys. As I am diving right on in to being more present here on this podcast, despite the coronavirus and my own anxiety, depression, emotional issues that I've been working through, I keep going back to this question, you know, how do I maintain relationships with my vendors, with my clients, and with people who I want to do business with during coronavirus? Obviously, we're limited because we can't host events. We can't see one another. And while some states are opening back up and starting to, you know, kind of re-engage with the economy, it's really, really hard because everybody has their own feelings and it's it's either, you know, yes, let's open up or let's not. This was too soon. And so I think the most important thing above all is just to be sensitive, be sensitive to the situation, be sensitive that we may not agree on the right strategy or the right way to handle all of this. You know, my opinion may be very different from a client's and it, it almost feels political at this point where if someone doesn't wear a mask, it's like, oh, they're a terrible person. If someone does wear a mask, oh, they're so, you know, fear mongering and this and that. And it's like, look, regardless of how you feel, we all just need to be kind to one another and do our very best. And so I think, you know, reaching out in creative ways, being present on social media, but being sensitive to different people's opinions and their different experiences is so, so, so important. Also, it's important to remember that pretty much everyone is juggling some sort of change, whether they're working from home exclusively and juggling kids and homeschool, and maybe they are dealing with financial issues. I mean, this event industry has been hit so incredibly hard. I can guarantee you as an event planner are not the only one suffering. Think of any florists or caterers. You know, I'm hoping that people are thinking of creative ways to earn an income, but there are a lot of people, not only in the event industry, who are struggling right now. And so it's a very, very hard time for a lot of us and important, again, to be just sensitive and kind as, as, as much as possible. It's also good, I think, to be a source of knowledge and to assure people that you can handle any future logistical needs, you know, when people are ready to discuss business, I mentioned this last time, like I have a client who's like, I'm ready to move forward. We really want to do this event. And so I am finally working on my first event um, that's reopening for the year. And, you know, it's important to offer reassurance on all accounts to vendors, if they feel comfortable being involved to guests, if they feel comfortable to attending and just really to alleviate any stress um, that may come from the whole situation, whether it's a sponsorship or a vendor or a client or even the guest. Again, it's like, you know, we need to just be maybe changing rules around and saying, hey, if you're comfortable today and tomorrow you're not, that's totally fine. We have a different refund policy that we are happy to refund anybody or, you know, what are ways you can just be more accommodating? Cause at the end of the day, you want your clients to have faith that your event is not only handled safely, but it's going to be handled in a way that they feel comfortable. And I think that that's going to be ultimately the way that we're going to be able to reopen and start doing business again in the normal way that we're used to. I like to think that my goal is to help my clients understand, you know, yes, the world has changed and maybe we do need to make a few things different moving forward, but it's all for the best. Like if having hand washing stations or bottles of hand sanitizer is the difference moving forward, like that's okay, right? 
Also, like using technology to implement um, changes in safety or making things easier is also a really great way to handle things after the pandemic. I mean, it's unknown, unforeseen, like how the event industry will change. But I think it's important that as we move forward, we're just aware of those logistical needs and being open to whatever we need to do to make sure that we are, again, being sensitive and doing what's safe and best for everyone. I think personalizing things is really important. When we're talking about keeping these relationships, it's not a, it's not only like, yes, we're competent and we can do things in whatever way is needed to make the event healthy and safe for everyone, but making sure that they know we are there for them. This is a time for us to share resources and to really communicate with our clients about their needs and what their expectations are. If someone is, you know, curious or wondering, like, should I do this? Should I do this? Obviously they need to go with whatever is their state recommendation at this time. But once they have the clear to maybe do an event for 10 people or 50 or whatever, you know, make sure that you are giving them the best information and resources so that you can support them as the event planner. It's important not to feel desperate and you know, as an event planner, the goal isn't to ask for business right now. I know that's really hard because a lot of us are hurting for money, making no incomes. And to stay top of mind is really what I'm getting at here. It's important to stay on the client's radar so that when business does resume, when the time is right, maybe when they're ready to do that, that they will think of you first. It's going to be more about being authentic and continuing to serve people that you work with and that you've worked with in the past. That's the biggest thing, whether pandemic or not. I mean, building those relationships and letting your clients and vendors know that you genuinely care about them and the relationship is the most important thing. Also, I feel like in this time, a huge, huge, huge opportunity are thinking of creative ways to stay in touch. You know, we may not be able to host events in person, but as an event planner who has done a ton of content creation through blog posts, social media, podcasting, you know, you have a voice and you have talents and you have skills. Creating and connecting is so important right now. And I feel like, you know, I'm grateful that I'm finally awake and ready to do it because so many people, even just from getting back on here, have said, oh my gosh, Chelsea, thank you so much. Like I missed you. I was worried about you. And it gives me hope. It gives me inspiration. It gives me permission, which you don't need my permission, but it almost like helps us realize we're not alone. We're not the only one. And that we need to be sharing our gifts and sharing our thoughts. And just as an example, like content is king right now. I was at Target running around grabbing some groceries and they had these adorable little gold foil paper plates. And I'm like, you know what? This would be so cute for a little photo shoot. And I literally spent $20 on paper plates and napkins and some greenery and made this adorable little tablescape. And I'm like, you know, this just made me happy. Like it doesn't have to be for anyone else. And I think that's a huge misconception is event planning is so service related and service oriented that sometimes we feel like, oh, I have to give, 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 give. And if it's not for someone else, I can't enjoy it. And that's simply not true. I had so much joy and happiness putting that little spread together. And it was a place setting for one person. And if you head over to my Instagram at the party planner Academy, you can check it out. And it just, it like, just kind of lit me up and made me feel like, you know what? Like 
it is my little family and I may have little kids who don't appreciate it, but I do. And I can teach them to appreciate beautiful things and to be grateful for those beautiful little finishing touches because I want my family to be of that mindset. I know a lot of people struggle with their dream of event planning and being creative and making things beautiful because it seems so frivolous. It seems so wasteful. And to me, I'm like, you know, maybe it is, but I don't do it for that reason. I do it because it brings me joy. Just like some people go running and that brings them joy. I'm like, are you running away from someone? Are you trying to save your own life? Like, why would anyone want to run? You know what I'm saying? However, they can run if that makes them happy and it's good for them, right? For me, event planning, putting little tablescapes together makes me happy and it's good for me. It's good for my emotional health. It's good for my mental health. And I know that when I share that, I'm not only growing and putting my work out there, building my portfolio, but other people are inspired and saying, that's cute. Maybe I'll do something like that for my little family too, right? So as you're going and posting, use your social media wisely. It's so important to stay engaged with clients and vendors, comment on other stuff, like, like what they're posting and be organic and natural and communicate regularly. It's so, so, so good for your own engagement, not just on the analytical number side, but also just to be active and present and to have a voice on social media and that people know, you know, that you can take those little brain breaks between homeschooling your kids or making dinner and find some joy and inspiration. Now, as a side note here, it's not okay to look at social media on any level and feel bad about yourself. If that happens, avoid social media until you can get on there and not feel bad about what you're seeing, whether you feel less than or whether you feel jealous or resentment or whatever the feelings may be. If you're feeling negativity, you know, take a break and then come back to it. But Many people in this time need event planning, joy, and happiness because we have nothing. There's nothing. There's no events. And so, again, inspiring someone to do something fun at home or giving someone an idea of making tonight a special dinner and having some, you know, candlelight to go with their dinner. I, you know, those types of things are inspiring to people and we're all in this together. And so maybe, just maybe, if something is giving you joy and happiness, it will do the same for someone else. You know, during this time, it's so hard and so many people are off of work. They're laid off, they're furloughed. And it may be the one thing that just makes them feel a little bit of normalcy because I know for me, I've really struggled with just not having the interaction. And I'm so grateful that I have my kids and my family. But again, it is, it's exhausting not having your friends to lean on or your community and you know, doing the best you can with what you have is all that we can do right now. So I hope that as you move forward in the rest of this week, that you are taking the time to, to think about what you can give and think about those little things that make you happy just because. And I guarantee you that that energy, that positivity is going to translate and somebody else is going to say, oh my gosh, that's adorable. I'm so glad they posted that because it just brought a little ray of sunshine to my life and my day today. Thank you so much for joining me and I'll catch you in the next episode.